Hey everyone, this is Tawana and this is the My Sister's Keeper podcast. I'm sorry I've been away from a while for a while. I had to take a little um sabbatical for for health reasons and for mental health reasons and everything else. But I want to cover a lot of different things in this podcast to bring everybody up to date of, as to what is going on and to give my opinion and and that's pretty much what it's going to be my opinion on everything that's been going on from George Floyd to um, Brianna to COVID-19. Um, I, I want to talk about a lot of different stuff. So this will be part one of a three part series. And first and foremost, I want to say um, I hope everyone is out there being safe, practicing their social distancing and wearing the masks and gloves and carrying the hand sanitizer because everyone has to be safe. As you can see, if anyone's, if you've been paying attention to what's going on in Washington and all the BS that's going on about this virus in Washington, we really don't know what to do. And if anyone who's listening knows anything about politics or the political machine, then they should know that the government tends to keep us citizens in the dark and um that's unfortunate but just keep yourself and your families safe the first thing i want to talk about is why the main reason why i took a sabbatical everybody who has been following my podcast and listening to my rantings and my blabbling on the podcast instagram or facebook know that I keep I, I keep it real with you guys and I'm just going to keep it real with you right now so as you guys know I said that Zoloft was a life scent and don't get me wrong it was a life scent and I went up to 300 milligrams and I was doing really really fine and stuff occasional depression I was doing really really fine with the intrusive thoughts and everything else but it made me start to gain weight. I don't want to say the medication made me start to gain weight. It was my appetite changed. And so I gained weight. So I went from 150 guys to 210. So during my little sabbatical hiatus, however you want to say it, I weaned myself off of Zoloft. And I, be, I am beginning to feel the effects of the withdrawal because I, I quit cold turkey and I do not recommend this to anyone's listening out there, but I, I uh, check with your doctors first, but I wanted to do that. I wanted to get off of it. I wanted to clean my system. Plus I have been going through so many other health problems. It's not funny right now. I am laying on my couch doing this podcast because my back hurts. My left side hurts. And remember guys, if you listen to, some of the podcasts from way back when I was telling you about the left side and the um, pelvic dysfunction that I had going on. Well, long story short, I have kidney stones. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. I have actually two. One is two millimeters and one is seven millimeters. So you can imagine the pain that I'm going through. And that's really something because I have been having this pain since my hysterectomy in 2012 and been misdiagnosed and that's a whole other episode on this podcast that I'm going to talk about um 
but I want to, I want you guys to know that I'm doing well and dandy and managing to go through life in general. Now, since I'm coming off of the Zoloft, of course, a lot of the intrusive thoughts are coming back and I am experiencing some of the withdrawal symptoms like the brain zaps, um, the nausea, the nausea, um, the, the feeling sickness that I'm feeling and you know, the, the headaches. So I don't advise anyone to do this. Um, I've been drinking a lot of water because of the kidney stones, of course. And oh, I forgot to mention, I have IBD-C, which is irritable bowel disorder with constipation. So I'm eating a Mediterranean diet which is really wonderful because it helps you kind of eat healthy. And I had a problem with that. And um, the, nutri- nu- the nutrition nutritionist, her name is Stacy, uh, she's been helping me get through all of this. And I started making my smoothies and I, I'm starting to switch from drinking coffee to tea. And, you know, this has been a struggle with me in a while but since we everybody's been on quarantine because of COVID-19 you do what you have to do and I have a bunch of tea in the house so that's where where my focus was and the Mediterranean diet which will get it will be another episode I'm going to definitely talk to you about that because I am really on board with that um has been very helpful uh another thing that I kind of slacked off on because of the Zoloft it is my working out and my yoga and my finding my center place and so I was completely out of it with the Zoloft and it was a life scent when I needed it I the reason why I'm t- I took myself off is yes due to the weight gain but also because I don't want to be um dependent on a medication I'm working with Ken, doing my CBT, doing the ERP. I'm working by myself doing this. And I think, well, I'm going to change that. I believe that if I continue on the road that I was on, I can do this without the medication. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to be cured because as we know, OCD, you won't be cured. But I will be able to manage it better. So going off the medication for me is a good idea in the long run and um i'm getting my energy back the psychiatric medication makes you loopy at a certain point i mean the zoloft had its side effects and then they put me on seroquel a very low dose of Seroquel so I could sleep. But Seroquel started to make me into a zombie. So I had to totally take that off. So I did a detox of all my medications. I'm completely off of all meds except for my Tylenol because of the kidney stones. But I'm completely off of medications and I'm and I'm trying to go through um, the little withdrawal that I'm going through. And it's not, for me, this is not bad regardless of the scary stories or whatever, but, and I'm going through the withdrawal and I'm putting the pieces back together in my life. So because of COVID, 
and because of the Zoloft and because of the Seroquel and because I became very lazy and very I did not want to do anything I am beginning to reestablish my routine I'm beginning to start to become me again without the medication now don't get me wrong i i know and i don't want to come off as a hypocrite because zoloft when i had it at the time helped me drastically but then it started not and i started to feel different about it because of the weight gain and because of the the, the, the depression that i was getting and because of the other side effects now i'm going to say this again and i'm going to stress my point please 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 don't do like i did and quit cold turkey on any kind of psychiatric medication talk to your doctor first so that you will be you can wean off of it i am here to give you guys my experience and what i chose to do but i don't want you to think that it's okay for you to do it. You can, Don't be like me. I'm giving you, I, I said when I started this podcast that I'm giving you straight up truth about me and what I'm going through. And hopefully you will say, okay, I don't want to go through that and take the right steps. I'm not going to be an advocate for anyone stopping their medication. Don't do as I do. Okay. Now with that said, I want to talk about COVID-19. COVID-19 is very scary and I've talked to many, many people about it and I wasn't going to do anything, talk about it, but I think I need to. Now, COVID-19 is the most scariest thing in the world. I have literally been in my house because we went on shutdown at my job and converted to um, remote working from home. I have not left my house comfortably without worrying about catching it, without worrying about running into somebody with it since the middle of March. I, and my, mind you, I was still on the Zoloft at, the, at this time. I was so terrified to go outside. I was so terrified to open the windows. I mean, to the point where I did not even go get my mail. And then I, I had to really, really work with myself to say, hey, it's okay to go outside. And I think a lot of us who has been quarantined and who has been locked in the house, you know, have, have to realize that there's a point where being in a house and isolated and being isolated can ultimately lead you to all kinds of mental disorders and I again let I want to do my disclaimer I am not a therapist and everything that I'm talking about is truly my own opinion now with that being said my social anxiety came back my fear of people came back in full esteem now mind you I never got over it but being in my house long extended periods of time made it blow up even bigger so I had to really start working with the ERP I had to really start working with the CBT I had to really start doing that and another thing guys I started ordering books off of Amazon like there was no tomorrow so 
I have that issue, the whole hoarding issue, the whole agoraphobic issue, the whole social anxiety issue all came to the surface. And mind you, I was on the Zoloft when that happened. So I found myself being very depressed and laying around and just getting by. I mean, I didn't even want to do anything. I would get up, work, work, and then go back to bed, neglecting everything, neglecting the cause, my advocacy, neglecting everything because I had allowed myself to get into that pit and I was on the medication. That's, that's my whole point. I want to point out, even if you're on the medication, because of the stress of COVID, it can make you, it can, the medication won't help you because you're worried about that. And then I had to personally stop watching the news. I had to stop listening to the news. I had to stop reading the news. I had to start, I had to start from the beginning and started doing things that would take my focus off of COVID and put my focus back on me and my health. And um, that also played a part in my decision to stopping all my medication, doing a total medication detox. So I, you know, because of COVID, you know, I started putting in place, you know, self-care routines. I started putting in place, I am going to read for, for an hour every day. I am going to turn my phone on do not disturb. I am not going to look at Facebook. I am not going to do this. I am not going to do that. And I put a lot of restrictions on a lot of things, but it helped me deal with the immediate. It helped me deal better with things that was around me. I started journaling. I started completely like taking care of me. I started practicing, you know, Zen medication meditation I'm sorry Zen meditation and I started learning about Zen and I started getting back to where I was before COVID reached out and I know this you know listening to everyone and even now because you know because the virus is is it mutated and it's it's it is changing and you know with viruses they do often change and the numbers are going up with people being sick and it's just it's just if it's a scary time I mean I've told many people this is a, like an outbreak movie this is like one of the movies and I've always said that people the movies the books that people write have to come from somewhere. Yes, imagination is fine, but when you have three, four, five different authors or directors or movie script screenwriters, playwrights writing the same thing and they don't even know each other, there has to be something to that. And you know, with all of what COVID's going going on, and we're trying to stay healthy, we're trying not to get sick, and the government is. Oh my God, we that's a whole other episode there. And I don't want to, you guys know that I'm a Trump supporter, but right now I'm very disappointed in him about everything that's been going on with COVID, COVID-19. I'm very disappointed in his um, judgment. But like I said, the, this podcast is just the beginning. There's so much I want to, because I haven't been on and there's so much I need to discuss with you guys and put out there. 
But let me stop rambling and go back to my um, my thoughts on COVID. So, you know, they they slowly started opening up companies. And let me tell you guys, David has been, and you guys know who David is. He has been very, very, very depressed because, you know, as you guys know, he no longer works for the city. If you've been following um, the podcast and he opened his restaurant and he was doing really good. And then you know what happened? COVID. And then you know what happened? He got shut down. And with all these small businesses that just started up or just barely making it, this virus is a freaking nightmare. So he's very depressed and he's very down in the dumps. And honestly, there's really nothing I can do about that. He has to pull himself out of there. And because I've tried to talk to him and stay on the positive side because that's something else. That's part of my self-care is staying positive, positive affirmations. And he does not even hear it. it he's um stuck, stuck in self-pity. He's stuck in where a lot of people is stuck there. You know, woe is me type mode. And I think America in general is all like that. And it's a shame that our government officials, instead of beating around a bush because I am not a conspiracy theory, but I believe that they knew about this virus. I think that it got loose somehow and started infecting people and they didn't give it an off switch. That's what I think happened. And we are the ones that are suffering for it. And, you know, I heard through the grapevine and all over the place that COVID-19 is a terrorist attack. Who knows what it is because the government is not going to tell us. And that's unfortunate. So we have to, as people, protect ourselves. And when it comes to business owners, that's the, that's breaking my heart. Because these people, entrepreneurs, is the foundation of the American dream. And with this virus just wiping things out and they're not doing what they can do. And I'm not saying give people money. I'm not saying, you know, I'm telling, I'm saying, please tell us what is really going on. Tell us if this virus is here to stay, tell us that help us prepare. I mean, we supposed to be all helping each other, you know, and helping each other get through this. But to me, it seems like it's, we're here in this, big massive crap fest and the government is just keeping secrets and i you know i want to point out before i end this part one of my ranting about what's been going on anybody ever look at how the governor i mean not the governor how the president the vice president and though and the people in his staff are not wearing masks has anybody, and I, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I'm just pointing out the obvious. They're not wearing masks. They're, why aren't they wearing masks, but they're urging us to. Trump went and played golf with no mask on, and I think they made a big thing about it on the news. Um, his vice president the same. I have not seen his wife or his kids, and mind you, I, I'm telling this, I have not. If anybody else seen them, with it on, please, um, please, please, please send me the link because I have not since this covert stuff been going on, seen the president or his family 
in masks, gloves, walking around with hand sanitizer. With that being said, I'm going to give you guys a little nugget to think on until part until part two, which is going to be tomorrow. If they're not protecting themselves, okay, if they're not wearing masks, if they're not wearing the gloves, walking around with the hand sanitizer, don't you think there's something they're not saying? I'm not narking this virus because it's a very, oh, this virus is devastating. The pandemic is devastating, but you have, you have to watch our leaders. You have to pay attention to the leaders. You have to look at them and see what's going on, how their reactions are. Trump wanted to open up the states rapidly. They say it's for the, econ the economy, but is that true? I mean, just pay attention. And I'm, I always tell you, my listeners, this. Pay attention to what is going on. Because it's more than what we know. And on that note, I'm going to say, everybody have a great evening. And come back tomorrow so you get part two of this. Where I finish talking about this covert fiasco. And go right into Black Lives Matter. I'm going to, and you guys know I'm African American, so I'm going to give you my take on everything that's been going on in that field. And like I said, it's my opinions, and I'm not going to read any crappy emails. I'm not going to even acknowledge anybody's BS bullshit that they post under my Instagram account. I'm going to say basically how I feel, what I think, and what I know personally about what's been going on in this world. And um, either you could take it or you don't take it because you guys know I'm not going to hold my tongue. So until tomorrow, you guys have a safe night. Be safe. Be be kind to one another. And I'm still in this from Ellen DeGeneres, who I love deeply. Be generous and kind to one another, especially now. You know, take care of one another. If somebody live near you who don't have masks or who can't afford the mask because you know what? They're selling them dumb. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I have so much to say about this virus. This is just not even the tip of the iceberg. But if you know somebody who does not have the means to get um, the mask, the gloves, the sanitizer, or even food, you know, help your neighbor support your neighbor i mean that's why we're here we're all human beings and we're all going through this this stuff together so the least we could do is be cordial to one another and until tomorrow you guys be safe